Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to our podcast. Talking Body with, with Lee and Lexi. We are oh. so happy. <laughs> no? Oof. <laughs> All right, that was bad. I feel like it was exactly what we wanted. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm happy with it. Okay. We are really excited about this podcast. We have issues, and we <laughs> want to talk about them. We want to talk about them with y'all. With y'all, because we know that you all have issues, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're assuming. To help us warm up, we thought we would ask each other questions i guess to introduce the topic of the podcast yeah we're talking body what's the podcast to you um for me it's a way to work through my insecurities and what i've been struggling with basically my whole life in regards to my body food eating that kind of stuff yeah what about you same thing. I I want to be able to have a really candid conversation about insecurities and our relationship with food and just our personal experiences with it and to be able to it would be awesome to be able to like build a community of women trying to empower each other and men maybe trying to empower each other and just like know that we're all in this together and hopefully learn some stuff along the way as well. Mm-hmm. And improve my body image yeah (laughs) yep (laughs) i completely agree with that thank you i'm excited yeah me too so first in relation to our topic today we wanted to talk about the holidays and especially like christmas is coming up so body image and Christmas time and like dealing with your relationship with food and all that during the holidays with that Lexi, do you have a win or a positive thing from this last week in regards to your body image? Yeah, I forgot to think of one, but <laughs> I just thought of one right now. So oh, good. I have a hard time dressing myself. I don't know. I don't feel like I look good in most things. But there was a skirt I thrifted yesterday that I loved, and I was like, okay, I'm going to wear this tomorrow. So I did, and I feel good in it. Good. Should we show it off? Yeah. Show it. Show, show it. it. Show hey, it. Show fine, it. Fine, fine. <laughs> okay, I will. <laughs> wow. Well, this is the sweater, not this. <laughs> this is the oh shirt. my gosh. Look at that. Pleated, floral, thrifted, high waisted. Yep. You should be proud of that. You look great. Thank you so much. <laughs> feel really good after doing that. <laughs> Um, what about something that was hard for you 
this week. You might have to give me a minute to think. Okay. Do you have a win you want to share? I actually didn't think of one either. I feel like recently I've gotten a lot more comfortable with kind of on the same lines as you with like dressing myself and not really caring if something is flattering or not. Today I'm wearing an oversized cardigan and oversized jeans and I feel really good whereas before I would be like so self-conscious that I looked huge in like oversized clothing so Mm -hmm. I would say just being able to wear these clothes and feel like confident in myself is a win. It's also nice to wear like oversized clothes because I feel like when I when I wear like tight-fitting clothes I'm just constantly thinking about what I look like like what my body looks like in the clothes but like when it's just comfy and oversized I'm not thinking about it at all yeah so it's nice you get to just like lounge and relax yeah it makes me think of in high school I remember I used to wear these really tight like dresses for game days for basketball and it was always like tight on my stomach and then would like whatever like go out at the bottom be loose and flowy and I would always before sitting I'd like pull the fabric so that I could sit and it wouldn't get stuck in my fat rolls Uh and then like the whole time I'd be sitting in class I'd just be like pulling at it like this thinking about it like yeah like just so uncomfortable but like making sure you can't see my my rolls yeah which were non-existent back right. then in high school. but So you can't think of a, a hard thing? I guess I did go to dinner with my husband's family, and I wanted to order something, but I ended up ordering something else based only on what... I, I was thinking about what other people were going to think. Mm. So that was kind of a bummer. Yeah, I just didn't want them to comment anything, so that's why I did it. So I was protecting myself from that. Do you think they would have said something? Mm-hmm probably Mm, that's hard we were doing a little bit of research into the topic and what we wanted to talk about today and Lexi found an article about like preparing for the holidays with what's it called with like body image issues is that what you're yeah yeah so we have some tips for holiday gatherings how you can navigate extended family or your outfits or just anything yeah Yeah, we, we're going to go through this article and kind of just like share our thoughts on what was said. We agree with some of it. We don't know how we feel about other parts of it, other aspects. But um, we really are trying to approach this from the mindset of we're not experts in this. We don't, we don't like have it down pat. We're not like, okay, we figured it out. Let's share our knowledge with everyone. We're coming, we're approaching this as like students of this topic and as being in the midst of the journey still struggling with this still trying to learn and so that's how we are approaching this article and other things that we are going to talk about is just our thoughts as reading it as people who currently struggle with those things yeah we're not trying to preach to you yeah we don't want to do that okay ready for the first one yeah establish boundaries with friends and family and be as open as you are comfortable being about your needs I feel like that's way easier said than done kind of thing. Yes. Like, how would you approach that conversation with family? Especially, like, if it's a family gathering with extended, mm-hmm. do you announce it to everyone or just... You, just what? Just the people close to you? Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, when I was, we were talking about it last night, I feel like the only way I would feel comfortable doing this is if it was a general announcement 
directed at everyone saying like right let's not have anyone comment on anyone's plate like what they're eating or how they look if they've gained weight or lost weight let's just keep it all kind yeah I could definitely see that being worth it. I feel like a general announcement is a good way to approach it because you're not like singling anyone out. Like, hey, Uncle John, I know that you like to make comments on how much I'm eating. Please don't do that to anyone yeah. today. Or I just feel like I'm just I'm so interested to see how that would go down yeah. in an actual family with extended family setting. Like, do you think people would be on board or not take it seriously? I think, I don't think, I think some people would be like bugged by it. Like, yeah. why, why does she need like this special treatment? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. And maybe even like ask you more about it than what they would have originally. Like make the problem worse. Right. Like you planted the thought in there. Yeah. <laughs> so now that's going to be what they're thinking about. Like, don't think about elephants. And then you're thinking about an elephant. Bam! Elephant. Yeah. <laughs> Instant. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's hard. I I just, I, I can't picture myself actually doing that, honestly. Mm. I don't think I would. I think if I've had problems with someone in the past, I would talk to them personally, maybe. Yeah. Would you do that? I think in reference to my family and extended family, I think I would ask my mom to talk to them okay mm, yeah <laughs> we love a good mom yeah because she is so like straightforward and just like badass like that yeah like she wouldn't be afraid to yeah. say something and like mama bear would come out yeah so i think that's what i honestly would end up doing you know what i think everyone should send an email just a bunch of emails oh to, your to every family yeah <laughs> Just, like, yeah. forward it to everybody. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. That's how my extended family communicates with each other. It's they... through email? Yeah. That's how they, like, announce, like, gatherings and stuff. Like, it's all through email. It's perfect for you guys, then. Yeah, so maybe I really should. Like, I don't feel like my issues are that. I don't know. I don't know that I have. I don't think it's something that I feel the need to do. Yeah. But it's good advice. Yeah. For someone that may have family members that have to say something. Yeah. If anyone has experience with this, let us know how it went for you. Okay, are you ready for the second one? Yes. Okay. Be ready to walk away from a situation that isn't contributing to your body positivity. Well, one, I don't know if I like the term body positivity. So can we say... Instead of body positivity? Yeah. What do you like? Do you like body neutrality or... Just I was like, thinking, like, your peace. Just, like, your, your... I like that. Okay. Yeah. Anything that's, that's like, disrupting your peace of mind. Yeah. Don't be afraid to walk away from that situation. If you do have a crazy, crazy Uncle Joe or crazy Uncle John, I don't remember what I said the first time. I don't think it was either. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have both names in my family. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm not talking about them. Okay. I'm going to choose a different name. Okay, go ahead. Take your time. <laughs> Choose a good name. Uncle Bob. Okay. There's no Bob in my family, okay. so I think I'm safe. If you do have a crazy Uncle Bob who has to comment on like, oh, you're not eating enough or you should be eating less or wow, is that your third plate of food already? Like, do you have someone that says something? I think it's okay and this is a good situation to just walk away from it. And especially if you're like, I'm not as comfortable asking people to not make comments like that. So I think it's an important way to kind of like guard your peace and guard your, like protect yourself Yeah. by just choosing to not engage in the conversation mm-hmm. and not like say something because they they want you to say something back yeah 
so even if it's not directed at you like if someone's having a conversation about like oh i haven't eaten all day ready to stuff my face or like oh i lost like x amount of pounds or you know any type of conversation that's making you feel uncomfortable you don't have to participate right in it. yeah like you you said the other day that you knew someone who was talking about how much they were working out mm-hmm to prepare for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's a common topic, a common thing that's brought up, or like I hear, like you said, a lot of I haven't eaten today in preparation for the meal. So just not choosing to engage in those conversations and even like offering to change the subject or. It's so hard though, like just hearing it. Mm -hmm. And like, I was in the same room as this person. I mean, it was a small house, like, I couldn't go anywhere else, you know? Yeah. It's just hard to escape it or, like, let negative thoughts come into your head when you hear stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. it's frustrating because it's like, well, I didn't work out every single day preparing for Thanksgiving, so does that mean I didn't earn Thanksgiving? Does yeah. Does that mean that I'm, like, a crappy person because I didn't, like, I just don't like what it, the idea that it puts out and how that would reflect like, cause other people to reflect on their yeah. own choices. Why do you think they're saying it, that? Are they looking for, like, validation or, like, what are they needing from telling people that, you know? Yeah, I think it's a good question. Um, I feel like it is, it probably stems from insecurity of them. I struggle with this too, wanting people to see you as athletic and healthy and like making sure it's at the forefront of people's minds that I care about what I'm eating and I'm not just gonna eat a huge meal just because, but I've like prepared my body to in a sense, not be affected by a huge meal, like knowing Mm -hmm. I'm gonna gain weight from it or whatever. I think it's an insecurity thing, just wanting people to, I feel like I'm rambling. No, you're good. Just wanting people to, um, (laughs) 20 minutes later. (laughs) And that's how my grandma won the 2023 (laughs) chili (laughs) cook-off. Whoa, okay. <laughs> and thanks for watching. Yep, that's our <laughs> podcast, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think that's my answer. I feel like it stems from insecurity and wanting people to perceive you as healthy and mindful mm-hmm. and not just someone that's just going to willy-nilly eat a huge meal and not have like not put any thought into it Mm -hmm. do you think it might also be like someone is looking to have someone else say oh yeah i did the same thing like make it okay i haven't eaten all day i want i hope someone else did this too so i feel more comfortable so i'm gonna like just say it and see if anyone i don't know yeah does that make sense yeah i get what you're saying i could see that too or wanting it to be like a if that's who that person really is and that's what they feel like they need to do then they probably do want to feel like validated validated yeah they want it to be like wow that's so cool or i did the same thing like we're gonna have the best thanksgiving ever because mm. we both did this crazy thing together yeah i yeah. think that's definitely something that could cross their mind as well sometimes setting boundaries and explaining that people's hurtful words are causing pain won't help and that could be because the situation isn't actually about you critical people tend to be unhappy with themselves that doesn't mean their words can should be excused it just means that you might have to take a different approach. We can't always change or influence those around us, especially in the short term, but we can cultivate our own self-awareness that those around us might be projecting their own 
anxiety and body image issues onto us. This is something that I've thought a lot about over the years and how I project my insecurities onto other people. Even just like subconsciously, if I see someone that um, is wearing a tank top and really short shorts and I could be like in my head like oh I would never wear that but that's not a reflection of them like, and like how they look like she should feel uncomfortable in that yeah she probably feels uncomfortable or something yeah like I my thighs rub together and I get really bad chub rub when I wear shorts and stuff and like I'm self-conscious of my arms and so if I see someone it's not that they look bad in something I'm just like oh my gosh I would never wear that mm-hmm. like that's so how is she not uncomfy wearing that mm-hmm and I don't know if that makes sense, but it's, like, me projecting my insecurities of, like, I wouldn't feel comfortable wearing shorts because I'm self-conscious of my thighs. I wouldn't be comfortable wearing a tank top because of my arms. Like, it's a very clear projection of, like, what I'm insecure about, mm-hmm. and I'm putting that on someone else. Mm-hmm. And so I think that I really like what it says about that because at holiday meals when someone says oh that's all you're eating they're probably insecure about how much they're eating mm-hmm. like they recognize dang i wish i could just eat one plate of food and be done yeah and that's all they're thinking about too like if they're commenting on what you're eating it's just like that's what they're thinking about it's yeah just, true it's, it's like sad. that's in their head yeah that's true that's a good point is it or is it dumb After no I, said it, I felt dumb no i they're thinking about it <laughs> It I'm shows- just trying to <laughs> add. <laughs> You're trying to be all dramatic. We need music. <laughs> Where's the music? Yeah. <laughs> I think you're absolutely right, and it's a good point, one I didn't think of. Like, if someone is commenting on how much you're eating, that means they're paying attention to how much you're eating, and that's weird. It's so weird. Yeah. When you think about it. Yeah. And then how... Ha- Think about how much they're focused on what they're eating themselves if they're they feel like they need to comment on what you're eating too you know yeah yeah i really like that okay this one says remember that there is no good food or bad food this one is so hard for me because i <laughs> we know that there's food that our body reacts to better and that like is i don't want to say cleaner because that's a it's a buzzword but is like cleaner ingredients or like a banana yeah, a it's banana like a versus food. a chocolate bar or yeah. something. Yeah. So, like, we know that there's clear differences between foods. So, how do you take the morality out of, I want to eat to fuel my body and to, like, feel good and be nutritious without it being, but then I feel like crap or, like, I'm a terrible person when I don't. Mm-hmm. That's what I really struggle with. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to, I feel like it's so hard. Yeah. Well, this said from reading it last night, it's all food is fuel and then also like moderation and everything. Like you were to eat, I said this last night, if you were to eat like a ton of chicken, you'd still feel, you'd feel crappy after, Yeah. you know, like if you eat a ton of anything, you're going to feel like garbage, Right. but it is hard to like distinguish, not just, I don't know, take the bad out of the sweets and desserts and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's hard. It's like a, it's like a reward to me. Sweets. Yeah. Yeah. Has it always been like that? Mm, I think so. Like, that's that's how I grew up with, like, dessert. Like, after dinner, if we finished all our food, we got a, re- a reward, like a treat, yeah. you know? Like, you had to earn it. So that's kind of how my I've framed 
sweets and it's like yeah something special and i feel like that's so common like that's such a normal thing for moms and dads and parents in general to do bribing kids with yeah treats. yeah if you eat all your broccoli then you can have some ice cream and it gives that food so much more power yeah than it should have yeah i really like that because you didn't do anything to earn the dinner yeah but you get this amazing reward that's so like uncommon for you uh it puts it up on a pedestal of like it's like the focus of dinner yeah (laughs) it's dessert where's dessert i'm still obsessed with dessert honestly (laughs) like where's dessert mom (laughs) if there's no dessert after dinner and i'm like at someone's house i'm genuinely upset (laughs) (laughs) where's my reward i just ate this food you gave me what's even the point if there's no dessert why did i even come (laughs) where's my prize okay should i just read this paragraph yeah our diet centered culture has delineated which foods are uh, did i say that word right delineated which foods are good and bad creating a moral value system which can often solicit solicit shame and guilt when we have not followed the rules or when we perceive that we have stepped out of line. The labels and moral judgments can quickly lead us to internalize the negative value we have assigned to our food. I just want to know how to fix that. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I stop? Mm-hmm. Because it's so ingrained in me mm-hmm. to, like, I have dessert on a pedestal <clears throat> and I'm obsessed with sweets. And one thing we talked about last night was um, everything has nutrients in it yeah going along the all food is fuel thing everything has nutrients so even if you're eating a brownie you're still getting protein carbs fats micronutrients you're still getting all the things it's just a different ratio versus like chicken is gonna be straight protein very low carb and but it's still the same like broken down protein is protein Mm -hmm. no matter what food they're in Mm mm-hmm And so I like that a lot. I like that idea. Like we just ate pizza and we still got like we're full from it. We feel good. We're still like we still got nutrients. It was free. It was free. I got an emergency free pizza from Domino's. Just and today was an emergency. And it was we were hungry. (laughs) (laughs) It was so good. The crust. Mm. Oh my gosh. What do they do to that thing? Yes. It's so good. Everyone's going to go buy a Domino's. <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by <sighs> Domino's. <laughs> yeah, that would be my only thought on that is I just, I understand the concept, but I just don't know how to break free from the mindset. Well, I sent you that TikTok last night and it was like, you should eat when you have like a craving or like when you need food, you should eat. Don't, what's the word? When you don't let yourself eat restrict don't like restrict your calories or when you eat and then the she was like doing a skit so she was like but if i don't restrict i will just eat sweets all day long and the other person was like well yeah because you've been restricting for so long once you give your body what you need in the moment then it will realize like it will slowly start to realize what it actually needs and like kind of balance itself out yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's what I got from it, at least. Yeah. No, it's a process that takes time. Yeah. And a lot of, like, listening and letting your body tell you what it needs. Mm-hmm. Which can also be hard and not apply to everyone because of different, like, ailments. Like, my body is insulin resistant, so you I can't. respond to 
carbs differently uh-huh. and people who are diabetic it's like how do you eat intuitively when you have these small types of restriction but i think it's just so individual i don't i don't know yeah i've never thought of, of that in terms of like being diabetic or anything something yeah. like that yeah. So do you not agree with like intuitive eating? I love intuitive eating as a concept and I think it's it would be amazing to I don't feel like I'm there, so it would be amazing to get to a point where for the rest of my life I'm just eating and I'm not thinking about it and I'm not it's a good balance of nutritious versus sweets or like really high sweet foods. Yeah. Um I just I just struggle with it because of being insulin resistant and I'm pre-diabetic as well. So it's really hard for me to eat intuitively, but I want to be able to, and I want to figure out how to be able to do that with my specific right. body. Right. I wonder if we could do a whole episode on that. I think definitely. Yeah. Write it down. Okay. <laughs> we just took like a 10-minute break. <laughs> Gotta get back into the yeah. flow. <laughs> Okay, be kind and compassionate with yourself while you navigate difficult food situations. I like that one. We kind of talked about last night, like, through all of this, it's important to be aware that it's going to take time Mm -hmm. to overcome these issues. And, yeah, you need to love yourself through the process Mm -hmm. and not be mad that you're not where you want to be yet. Yeah. I'm so hard on myself with everything. You That's are. something I need to work on, but... Why do you think that is? I don't know. I really don't know. No one was like... My parents weren't, like, super hard on me or anything. Yeah. So it's just pressure you put on yourself mm-hmm. for some reason. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You need to stop that. Especially, like, socially. Yeah. I just beat myself up. Okay, should we do the next one? Sure. Okay, remember that you don't have to cope with your relationship with food and your body alone. It's important to have a support system you can trust year-round, like a therapist, dietitian, or trusted fam- friend or fam- family. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I have not talked about this to anyone except for you and hun- my husband. Same. Yeah. You and my boyfriend, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It is does feel really good to be able to talk about it, though. And we experience different sides of it, too. You've talked about how you don't want people to, like, comment on being thin and, like, anything in relation to, like, that aspect of your body size. Yeah. And I'm on the other side of the spectrum where I'm very insecure about being too big and, like, feeling constantly like I'm trying to prove to others that I'm healthy and... Like, I want people to comment on, like, oh, you look thinner, or you look like you've lost weight. Like, I want that. Mm -hmm. So, it's really interesting. We went to the same high school, junior high, but had completely different experiences, but still in the same realm of body issues and poor relationship with food and, like, how we navigate the world because of that. Yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah. I think that that's probably the case for most of the girls that we know. I bet they all have struggled in some way. And yeah. it's so nice, like, knowing that someone else has struggled with this, you know? Yeah. It's been really nice talking to you about it. Yeah, I agree. And just feeling like we're I'm not crazy. Not yeah. that I ever felt crazy, but just, I guess just, like, 
not feeling alone in mm-hmm. it. It's comforting. Yeah, because you don't really talk about this in high school. Like, you're almost ashamed. We were all, like, struggling silently. Yeah. <laughs> so sad to I think know. about. <laughs> we should have just talked to each other, yeah. but like, we just thought... I just thought I was alone, and everyone else was, like, super confident. Fine. And, yeah, yeah. And I was the only one that hated my body. Yeah. <laughs> Which... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> there was some crazy stat you read last night. Do you remember what that was? was 90% of women are not satisfied with their body. Yeah, and then 85% of men. Mm -hmm. That's too many people. It's so sad. Yeah. Like, we're all just wanting to look different. Yeah. It's so sad. Yeah. None of us are content. Yeah, and it's like, where, what is this, like, ideal body that we're all trying to, that nobody has that we're trying to get to? Why? Yeah, Um, social media. Yeah, social media, the photoshopping, the um, facetune. There's actually, you see that really amplified in Love Island because the people who are cast on the show are cast because they're hot. They're hot. And these people who are on the show, I it's one of the reasons I love it. You realize that, like, they have it all. Like, some of them have... There's one girl that was on Love Island Games, and she's like, I have a plastic nose, I have a plastic butt, I have plastic boobs. Really? Yeah. Like, everything about her was surgically done, and she was just, like, proud of that, like, calling herself a Barbie. But these people who have the ideal, have paid so much money to get the ideal body and look a certain way are still unhappy and still incredibly insecure and they still are just trying to feel accepted and loved and when they get rejected on the show they're still feeling that same deep pain that everyone feels Mm -hmm. i think even maybe on a on a more intense level i think because they've probably grown up they've probably been pretty told they look pretty their whole life and like that's where they get their validation and stuff so like when someone rejects them like it's because of their body and they need to go and like change it you know yeah and it's also um when they get complimented i just that just has to hurt a little bit like this one girl like on the show specifically yeah like, well, people that have had surgery, like, gotten enhancements. Oh. I feel like getting a compliment, like, one girl that was on Love Island USA and then she came back for Love Island Games, you could tell she had had some work done to her face. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, oh, you're so beautiful. Yeah. And I just feel like, wouldn't that kind of hurt a little bit? Because it's like, yeah, because I got my face surgically. They don't actually think I'm beautiful. They think what I mm-hmm. had. Does that make sense? Or do I sound? Definitely. No, I think that's the same concept with when people lose weight and someone gives them a compliment. It's almost like, oh, well, like I didn't look good before, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like a backhanded compliment Mm -hmm. almost. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like it has to not feel good. Yeah. Love Island. We could do a whole episode. We could like review some episodes. (laughs) That would be fun. We should. I love Love Island. I'm obsessed with it. Especially when it's actively on and you get an episode every night. Mm. Is it on right now? No. Oh, it just ended. I've I've never gotten into like watching it every night. I've tried to get you to. Yeah. You begged me. (laughs) Hunter doesn't want to watch it though. Is that the end of the article? Yeah. I like it. I think it, it gives you some stuff to think about in preparation for the holidays. Christmas coming up. Lexi's Christmas sweater. Mm-hmm. There it is. <laughs> 
Stand up. <laughs> Again? <laughs> It looks the same as it did. <laughs> well, last time we looked at your skirt. Now we have to look at... No, I'm not standing up again. <laughs> you stand up. You got no. a cute sweater on. No, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel like going into Christmas celebrations now? Like after reading that, what are your thoughts? I'm excited. I feel like maybe since we talked about it, it might be on the forefront of my mind and it might make it worse. <laughs> I was thinking so that. <laughs> sorry if we like triggered anything for y'all oh, yeah. <laughs> oh shoot we weren't trying to do that no no <laughs> not at all just we know holidays are hard for people and like in relation to this topic mm-hmm. and i was thinking the same thing like i'm gonna be looking for things now now that i've like We've done a whole podcast episode about it. It's definitely going to be on my mind. I'll be noticing, like, comments that people make. But that will be good, too, for future episodes. Content. Can, yeah. We will <laughs> suffer for you for content. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Thank we you. We had fun. It was very fun. Yep. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. If you're talking about it, <laughs> then next see. Wings are here. Oh, from... No, I'd never order from anymore. Popeye's now has wings in five flavors. Ghost pepper, roasted garlic parmesan, sweet and spicy, signature hot, and honey barbecue. Marinated in Louisiana spices, hand-battered and flipped. Makes no sense they're $5.99 for six pieces. Taste them. Mmm, crunchy outside. And juicy inside. Consider me a convert. That's the most romantic thing you've said to me all month. We don't make sense. We make chicken. Love that chicken from Popeye's. Price may vary.